welcome back to 16 Candlekeeps, the place where the 80s went and passed its death saves. Well done, you. Get an inspiration. Um, Go, 80s. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, last we left off, last session, uh, we were entering the Cauldron Caves on the shores of Lactinshire. The guys had just traversed up a, an icy tunnel that they had found on one of the four entrances to these caves and found a lip that they were clawing up toward to try climb up onto uh, the next layer of this. Um, as you can see, my five-year-old has drawn a map for us. Um, that five-year-old that doesn't <laughs> exist um, for those that are watching on the YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, I will put somewhere on this image somewhere, Steve Archer, 28 and something years old. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my god, I'm 28. Ah, oh, what am I doing with my life? Anyway, back to D&D. Anyway. Shut up. <laughs> Don't remind me. Um, oh. Anyway, uh, so as you were trying to climb up the lip, there was a, uh, a spurt of water as one of the pitons came loose and water started to f spill across the floor behind you. Uh, unfortunately, Nuranef, as the last one climbing up, fell backwards and landed into the water, which tried to grab at her as she was lying on the ground. And that was where we left off. So um, let's pick back up. As you, for you, near enough, you are looking. You are lying on your back, and you can feel this weird sensation as the water is trying to grab at your clothing. And you're looking up at your three companions, uh, looking up, uh, looking down from this lip about ten foot above you. For the rest of you, as you got up onto the top of the lip, you can see that there's a uh, there's a stairwell that seems to have been hewn into the 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 side of the wall that's leading up to your right as you climb up onto the lip and the, uh, the the river continues further around. You can also see above you, about 30, 40 feet off in the distance, there's this kind of natural formed bridge of stone. It looks like there's some linking of different cavern areas above you as well. However, because I need to make sure everything is going fair for everyone, can I have everyone roll initiative, please? No! No, not I'm already, sorry. guys. I was just going to throw rope down for you. and we'll Oh my god, Kodar. <laughs> I've been rolling great until I roll Kodar's initiative. What is Ooh! my initiative score? Much better. <laughs> Three. What have we got, Meredith? 16. 16, excellent. Uh, Garland? <laughs> One. <laughs> oh my, oh no. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. No, we're not. Nope. I rolled a three on the die. And oh. you, you Minus two is one. All I'm going to say is that for our for our audience, you didn't get the pleasure of our, our previous campaign where Leon played a stone-cold badass who could destroy with a look. And now... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Erica, what did you get? 22. So, sorry, what? Oh. 22. 22, damn. Can I have some of that initiative? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Could you just cut me off some of that? <laughs> right. So, we'll start at the top of the round then. Um, Erica, as you turn and you look to see, as you hear the noise of the ice breaking and the pit and coming loose and the water spraying out and you see your friend land below you, uh, there is a weird, weird thing as you see like a 10 foot pool of water that 
seems to be clawing almost towards uh, Nereneth on the ground. There's water around it that seems to be normal, just spilling out as water would across the uh, across the base of the river. Uh, but this ten-foot circle, almost like a coin underneath her, is trying to claw up towards her. Uh, what would you do at this point? I will pull the rope out of my bag that I have, throw it down to her, yep. and yell... Everyone else, help to pull her up. Get, get Garland and Kodar on the other end of it. Excellent. Um, we'll say that'll be your turn there so, to, to give an idea. So as <laughs> you, you seeing this, immediately tr- grab your backpack, grab the rope, throw it out, start shouting to the others who look towards you. Um, that'll bring us to Nereneth. Uh, Nereneth, you are currently um, lying on the ground. Water is trying to claw at you mm-hmm. and a rope a rope hits you in the chest essentially as uh, you see Erica throw one down towards you. What would you do at this point? Uh, grab the rope and kind of do like a double loop around my wrist. Okay. So I've got like an extra grip on it. Excellent. Um, would you be able to make an athletics check for me just so I know where we are? Yes, sorry. I'm going to say it's a straight one because the water trying to grab you would give you disadvantage but the rope <laughs> being pulled for you I rolled a 20. Yes. 20, excellent, thank you. Um, I'm just going to... A natural 20. Or dirty, yeah. dirty 20. Wait. No, no, natural. I have. I literally have no strength. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's why I failed the first time. I don't like the fact that you've just rolled a natural 20 and Steve's reaction is... Oh, yeah, he's just sighed. That's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the water rolled a natural 22. Oh, what a bastard. And it has a plus three in strength, so it... Uh... No! Tell it to sod off the rope. It's not for the water, it's for... No, no. <laughs> no, me. get away. It's mine. Go away. You. Not today. So, um... <laughs> uh, well, I'm going to say, uh, because of the, 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 the thing of this, um, so, Nerenef, you grab the rope trying to pull pull yourself up out of the water and you do a, f- a fairly good tug uh, as uh, you you see your partners up above you starting to, to kind of reach around the other side of the the rope and trying to pull up the other end of this but um there is a very very aggressive grabbing of the water below you as it pulls you back down onto the ice um i'm going to say with aggressive little worry you are currently grappled. Um, grappled <laughs> uh, by water. You are grappled by water. Um, <laughs> so that will that will bring us to Kodar's turn, who is, as he was told, uh, to come grab the end of the rope. So I'm going to move the the the, t- the token. So he's behind Erica. There you go. Um, so he comes behind you, Erica, and grabs the rope and starts pulling himself. Uh, being um, a Goliath, there is a very sizable um, pull. So I'm going to make. I was hoping there would be. Uh, he pull the water. He uh, he has a thing that basically says that when trying to pull or push or lift something, he's considered a large creature. So um, he uh, he big. Um, big. I'm going to say with that, um, because he has rolled that, yeah, um, so he, he, you 
all for Erica and Nerenef, you feel a sudden yanking as <laughs> Kodar grabs and just starts walking backwards, and you nice. are pulled up. Uh, to your feet, and you are against the. Uh, you are now against the lip of the the ice. But weirdly, for the best person to see this would be Garland, who is currently on a side <laughs> view of this. Um, you can see it's almost like the water itself is made of some sort of like gluey substance, as the water is holding onto her back, trying to hold her in place as the other two start to pull her up. Um, that will bring us to you, Garland. What would you do? Um, would pulling the rope actually be beneficial here? Um, I'm going to say, being a quite an intelligent person, you're getting the sense that this, whatever this water thing is that's doing this, the pulling is, it seems to be, you've got a, a Goliath pulling, there is nothing stopping this at this point. So whatever is the, the water is doing, it's not going to help adding more pull to the, the rope. Um, in which case then I will I'm gonna make a Molotov cocktail <laughs> <laughs> how far away from it am I? you are literally <clears throat> looking down at it so it's 10 feet below you okay Um, can I get a Con save from it then, please. You can indeed. Uh, <laughs> such a weird. Can I get a con save from the water, please? Yeah, <laughs> um, weird, weird. It it is a weird, weird. Um, you you. It's you, a weird, weird. It's a weird, weird thing. I was trying to think of a good last word and couldn't really no, think of the one I wanted. For, for our D and D fans, weird, weird. it it is a weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's that's a weird. A, that's free. That's free on the Constitution saving throw. I get to do things. Yeah. Um, in which case, then, cool. Um, so, Garland will uh, do his trademark good beer burp, and the water weird is going to take uh, twelve poison damage. Twelve poison damage. Nice. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to say with that, it loses concentration. I'll see roll to see if it uh, yeah it definitely lets go so as you um as you cast this uh, this um or use one of your homebrew specials uh towards uh this weird clump of water uh there is a slapping noise as it brings itself back and it's almost like the sound of a hand hitting a bowl of water as you watch as Neronef is completely released and pulled up onto the lip above uh, i'm gonna go with because of the nature of things it'll look a bit more like that um, so everyone's moved a little bit further back and the, suddenly this lump of water is now writhing on the ground um, as it uh, deals with the fact it's lost its prey. Um, <clears throat> anything else for you, Garland? Uh, I would like to step back five foot. <laughs> Excellent. You step back five <laughs> foot from the lift. <laughs> as, as you look down and go, I was probably going to be angry now. <laughs> step back slowly. <laughs> Um, excellent um, that will bring us back to the top of the round with Erica um, Erica you've suddenly got um, you've got Nerenef on the ground in front of you what would you do at this point um, go and check she's okay please 
because I'm looking at the stuff I can do and there's nothing that's really useful because I don't think changing into a sequined leotard is going to help anything right now. And in terms of, in terms of actions or physical things that I have, nope. No, that's fine. Uh, you run over to, to Neronef and start checking her over. She seems like, in terms of a mechanics and physicality sort of thing, completely fine, no damage. There's just something in that water has apparently got some sort of sentience and has been able to grab onto her. Okay. Can I just drag her away from the edge? You can indeed. Further. Um, you can basically move... I'm going to move Kodot out of the way, essentially, because of how this is working. Okay. But you'd be able to move um, because you're dragging the body uh, along you... Or the body. Excuse me. You're dragging Nirenef so along. <laughs> She's not dead yet! Anyway, um... <laughs> Dead. Uh, you'd be able to move half your movement uh, as as if it is your full movement to drag her away. Okay. So uh, I'll do that. I've lost my pen and I was writing notes and that's really annoying now. So you've pulled Nerenef 15 feet away from the lip. Um, yep. Nerenef, you are currently lying on the floor. You've just been pulled 15 feet across the ice. Is there anything that you want to do? I mean, I'll, st I'll stand up. Okay, you get up. Um, I, I don't think I can actually do much more. Oh. <laughs> it's water. What am I meant to do? Fight it with a spoon? Um, you <laughs> can make a nature check. Yeah, I might do that, actually. That's a good idea. Well done, Steve. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. That's a good idea. Thank you, God. God in the sky. <laughs> Strange booming voice says to make a nature check. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's an 18 18 um you immediately realizing where you are what sort of things you're in um and again there's this weird unknown knowledge that seems to spring up in your head and you're not too sure why why or where it's coming from but you immediately just start flicking through your head as if there's a book of uh like an encyclopedia in your head and you start going this cave probably has some sort of um elemental energies in it if it is currently haunted, um, water that has been frozen in place and has had elemental magic near it, there is a water weird. That weird bubble of water that has just tried to grab me is a water weird. They are essentially sent. Essentially, what it's called. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's why he laughed at you for saying. I know. Weird. <laughs> it is essentially a large bubble of water that is um, that can basically act like natural water whilst it's not moving, but then can constrict and grab, almost like a, a bow constrictor made of water. Um. Great. So, uh, guys, what we have here is a classic case of. Uh sentient water is is elemental magic guys um just don't let the water touch it okay and thanks for rescuing me you're welcome really appreciate uh, that, that yeah, been uh, really i will awkward. some thanking can i i've never used rope before am i allowed to roll it up and keep it for another yeah. time or yeah. do i have to discard it no cool. you've got you've still got 15 start... feet of rope cool while she's explaining i'll just start traveling it up Excellent. stick it back in the bag Gonna see. Um, so, out of interest, then, no, what do we do if the water does touch us? Um, I'm asking this to Nerenith rather than DM. Yeah, great question. Um, I mean, we've just witnessed it. Mm. <laughs> Get out as mm. fast as Run you away. can. Does she know anything else, Steve? Um... <laughs> You would know that it's quite, uh, it's not a good idea to get hit, uh, touched by it or, or like caught yeah. by it because once it catches you, 
it can basically crush you. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that whilst you're having this conversation, you turn and you look at the lip and you can see almost like a small splash of water coming over the top, but then it stops as the uh, water weird cannot seem to get up over the lip. Hoorah. Oh. <laughs> okay. Avoid it. Got it. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, maybe let's move right fast. Yeah, let's see how it works. How to get up here. Which way mm. do you go if you're going fast? <clears throat> You've got the right, um, the the stairwell going up to your right, and then the uh, the river seems to continue up ahead of you, uh, continuing round. Can I look for footprints? Um, as you start to look that around, aren't our own. <laughs> that's fine. As you start to look around, there are no sign of footprints around you at this point. Oh wow. Okay, that's not good at all. Are there any noises or that wailing sound up here that we could attempt to follow? Make a perception check. <clears throat> That's not going to be good. What is my perception modifier? Bear with. Um, perception uh, is a three. Three? <laughs> yeah, three. You can't. You can't hear anything. No? Okay. Um. I'll relay that to the group. Because <laughs> none of us can hear anything. Well. So, I might maybe just suggest that we go up the stairs just in case, you know, we break the ice. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yes, I don't want to break ice and end up in more water if it's going to behave like that. And I gesture to nope. yeah, the, it wasn't the water that's the peeping over the top of the... No, <laughs> like no. a little I'm glad you out. Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like a little splash every so often. I'm literally picturing the water from Moana at the beginning when she's a baby. <laughs> I'm just picturing like little sort of splashes coming up and over and then they're almost going, oh no, I can't. I'm trying. <laughs> it's too much. I can't do it. I'm not strong. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely yeah. isn't going up after that final check. Um, Good. Lovely. Uh, so, as you are, you all in agreement that you're going up the stairwell just before I. Um, take I'm happy that... to go up the stairwell. Yeah, I think that's the safer option. Hopefully, there <laughs> will be another way out think? that way. <laughs> oh. Um, oh no! Oh no! So, as you Wait, up the... we didn't say that. I would all. like to sneak. <laughs> You'd like to sneak. Um, yes. Okay. Um, can I have a group <laughs> stealth check to try sneak? Why would why would you do that? Here, so this better be good. I have disadvantage and a minus two. What are you? Well, I'm... <laughs> what are you <laughs> <doing>? <laughs> I rolled an I you rolled a freaking twenty on my first. I rolled a okay. It's not too bad. It's a fifteen. Sixteen. Sixteen. Twenty one. Twenty one. Oh, with advantage. Oh, no, mine, mine, right. mine, mine was disadvantage. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what? <laughs> yeah, 16. Is... Oh, my stealth is plus 9. 13. So, okay. Um, so that's a, a general high group uh, stealth group, so that'll be fine. Um, so, as you start to come up the stairwell, um, what sort of marching order are we going, just so I can get an idea of where everyone is? I'll go first. <laughs> I'll go second. I'll go at the back. Okay, so really? we've got... I'm going to be acting last anyway. 
<laughs> Don't do this to yourself. You might not. Um, you'll get your chance yeah, to we, I've still got to roll again, remember. Oh, yeah. Um, excellent. Uh. So, as you, uh, as you are coming up the stairwell, uh, you start to hear voices. Um, I know one of you will, but does anyone else speak Dwarvish? No. That would be me, then. <laughs> I nearly... Do you know My what? I nearly picked shine. it. And I went, no. Another... I don't speak any languages. That's a good point. You, you should sure I should. I'm sure I have. There's there's a strong possibility I've never put a language on my sheet for some reason. You will have the languages you had before death, so as a human you would have common. Oh, yeah. I I know I have common, but that's... Like, I shouldn't necessarily have an extra one, should I? I don't know, unless your background gave you extra languages. Because I didn't make your character. So there. No, I I know, but I'm still not convinced I've made this bloody thing right. Um... I'm going to say I don't, and then if if I find out over the week that I do, I'll put it in for next session. Excellent. For now, you don't speak Dwarvish. So, Kodar and... I don't speak Dwarvish, um, no. Kodar and uh, Garland both speak Dwarvish, so they both understand what's being said. However, for you two, a bit similar that there's... For um, for Nerenith, there is a similarity to Giant, because you've spoke Giant today. Um, you mm. get... There's like... It's almost like listening to um, broken giant that you're hearing. Um, like they're very, they're struggling to get context and syntax and such like that of the sentences they're saying. Uh, so you get there's there are words that come through every now and then, but right. for the most part, you have no idea what's being said as well. For Garland, um, you can hear two, um, and specifically because of the way that dwarves are you would know that the accent of the Dwarvish makes these Duragar. You hear two Duragar speaking Dwarvish uh, up ahead, uh, and you can all hear underneath this the tinkling of uh, what sounds like mining equipment against ice. Um, But you you hear that um, there are two Duragar having a disgruntled conversation about uh, essentially, they're talking about how dearth is bitter at the moment. Uh, dearth, um, be you just to make sure that I've got this right. Dearth being the name, bitter being as in like not the drink, not happy. Grumpy. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> apparently, dearth is bitter uh, that his brother Nildar has been given a post to look after near Kelvin's Cairn. The other voice responds with essentially something along the lines of that's because he's been bringing in more product. With knowing what you're hearing, would you stop the group? Would you stay in place? I would uh, attempt to whisper and relay the information to the others. Okay. I'm going to say with the group stealth check, nothing happens and there's no issue. Um, Steve, can you tell me what that message was again? Because I was just trying to make a note and I got lost halfway through. Uh, so the note was that Durf is bitter. That Durf is bitter, yep. That his yep. brother Nildar has been given an outpost. 
and the other one has said that he's been bringing in more product. Okay. Thank you. Um, so you pass that message along. Do you hold and uh, listen for longer, or do you continue moving? Or do you reverse I... back up? I would pause and ask back what he suggests I do. Yeah. Arland, what do you think we should do? Should we carry on? Well, I mean, it sounds like if there's only two of them in there, we can take them. Alright, let's do it. <laughs> and she gets All a crossbow right. out. Garland says from the back. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on! (laughs) Uh, So as you continue up, um, just as you're walking up, you can hear the following conversation um, that happens in tandem, and you'll hit the room as I warn you. Uh, So you hear, um, as the the last one has just mentioned, uh, product, uh, there's another brief burst of conversation where the one returns with it's hard to get things up to sun blight as it is with the weather and they don't understand why Zardarok is trying to make a dragon in the first place it's a stupid idea and just as you enter at the back end of this large alcove like room it's quite uh, it's almost like egg shape um, and you can see down the other end of the room there are two squat-looking dwarven folk with grey skin chipping away at ice trying to whatever they're trying to mine for and then you notice that both of them stop and one says to the other and um only only two of the group know this um one says the other oh shit with that I'm going to have to ask for another initiative roll. You're joking me. Okay. <laughs> no. And this is a pre-warning. This is the room that I didn't like in the book. <laughs> Sorry, guys. They did okay. it on purpose. Oh, man. Four. Um, yeah, 14. 14 for Meredith. 16. 16. Erica. Erica. Five. Five. You 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 did you did say you'd be right at the back. <laughs> <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, um Kodar got six. <laughs> oh. Uh right, let's uh let's get that next map up, bros. Oh, oh no goodness bro. gracious me. I don't want to fight anything else. So um so yeah, let me just pop you guys on the map. So uh, whilst I'm doing this, but as I say, uh, as you come in, um, it'll be uh, it'll be Nerenef who sees this most. You as you pop round and you see these two digging, you can actually notice that there is a weird looking coloration underneath the ice, and the final hit of a hammer against the uh, the chisel to try get under the ice seems to have caused them to stop and uh, say something. Um, you're not too sure what they said, but uh, apparently. Um, they have you. You would know from the intonation of what was said that it's they're not they're not too uh, not too happy with what they've just found. Um, <laughs> da, 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 where is uh, 
Noble, my people are Garland there. And finally, Kodar is in the middle of you three. Like that. There we go. Right, so I'll share that to you lot so you can see the screen. Thanking you in advance. And this is the joys that I don't enjoy with a uh, with uh, Roll20. You get to see immediately all the tokens I've got placed down as they are. <laughs> oh man. Oh, what is that? So as you start that to look around, fun. You see, <laughs> I don't like it. You see what looks like the remains and it starts to become obvious because it starts to move and struggle in the ice. But the reason why they have stopped <clears> and for you, uh, Garland, what you hear of, oh shit, um, you notice that as you come around the corner, there is what looks like the skeleton of a frost giant is trying to fight out of the ice. Why, <laughs> Wizards of the Coast? Why would you put a frost giant skeleton in the middle of a uh. level one to... F Sorry, excuse me. I know they're meant to do other things and level up to level four where this would still be a bad challenge. Mm. I've written in my notebook, there is a frost giant buried in the ice. Fuck this. Uh, you can see on the other side of the room, <laughs> there is a stairwell going down just for your information so you know where you are. And so you have all the information at, uh, um, at hand. So with that, because this is going to happen... Um, I ask you to go from the top. Oh my god. Uh, Erica, uh, you are first uh, to go. What would you like to do first? I was asking the question about the frost giant. Yep. Is it now fully out of the ice and exposed and going crazy? No, you can now. Still. You can see parts okay. of it uh, are, ex are starting to show at the top of where they've been chipping away. But it is, and it is started to rock a bit and started to come out, so you can see more of it starting to show. But for the most part, it is under ice and is trying to fight out of the ice. Okay, and are they still chipping, or have they now stopped completely? They have stopped and are stood in panic. Okay, I will have a quick look at my character sheet, see if there's anything interesting I can do. Um. I am going to hold my action, which will be firing an arrow okay. at the one on the left. So you're holding an action to fire an arrow at one of the Duragar? Yes. What is the trigger? Um, he looks like he's about to attack us. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So that... He is... makes threatening gestures in our direction. That's fine. Excellent. Uh, that brings us to Nerenef. Um You also have seen this. Um, you see Erica pull her arrow and hold it ready, but she doesn't actually fire. Uh, what would you do? Um, can I um, check what sort of enemy it is to see if it's my favourite enemy? Um, <laughs> what is your favourite enemy? A monstrosity. Um, nope. Neither I was going to say it's are... probably a no. <laughs> Neither of them are monstrosities. Well, I knew the Duragar wouldn't be. They might be. They I do some very nasty things the, in the um... Underdark. <laughs> no, I was checking about the the skelly frost giant. No, you um... being a ranger would know just immediately <clears throat> skeletons fall under undead. Cool. That's fine then. Um. Oh, great. <laughs> Uh, 
This is when we all hold actions and wait for them to do something. <laughs> I am going to use my Hunter's Mark on the Skelly Frost Giant. Okay. <laughs> nice. So nice. you mark, like the, it, like you it. mark it with your arcane abilities, uh, keeping an eye on it. Uh-huh. Anything else you want to do? <laughs> I'm probably going to regret saying this. Don't uh, say it. That's always I, an option. Can I um, go about um, 30 feet closer, please? <laughs> 30 feet closer? Yep. Yeah. So you're fine. Mm-hmm. 50, 20. 30 feet will get you about there. Oof. So you're now in the centre of the room. You have the Duragar either side of you about 10 feet away from you and you are looking up at this skeleton mm-hmm. that now it start, as it struggles and fights and ice starts to fall away and drops to the floor around it. It's sitting, so it's 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 not at full height. But even yeah. as it's sitting, it you are looking up at its head. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like it. Anything else for you? Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot it. <laughs> I'm gonna say because it's pinned down, it's an auto hit, so roll damage. Okay. <clears throat> oh man. I really hope this works. Me too. Oh my god, let's get info in front of me, shall we? Uh, 10 piercing damage. 10 piercing damage. Lovely. Uh, (laughs) I feel sick. (laughs) (laughs) So you bring it, your hand shaking and you're not sure if it's from the cold or what you're seeing, but you loose Mm -hmm. it and it it slams into the ice and skewers through and then slinks into one of the the ribs that started to come exposed from it shaking and shuddering. Um, You're not sure if it hurt it? But it's 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 hit it at least. Um, that will bring us to Duragar number one, uh, that is currently panicking and shitting itself. Uh, it is going to seeing this will probably panic and use its pick to try hit it, uh, which would have an automatic pass because of what I've said. Uh, so that's one d eight. Ah, yeah! Uh, five plus two, seven points of damage from. And it's piercing damage. Excellent. So that's that. Lovely. So the, the first Duragar just slams into the side of it with its, with its pick and just starts hacking away, trying to do whatever it can. Uh, the other Duragar does the same um, and rolls the same amount of damage. Excellent. That's that. Um, that brings us to Kodar, who is going to uh, just walk in gently, look around. Yeah. Oh, that is um, <laughs> it's a cool, cool ornament. And just stands swinging uh, his great axe, waiting to see what happens. Um, that will bring us to Garland. Great help, Kodar. Um... Not too much that so move me in twenty five feet. Yeah. Twenty five will get you just in the room itself. You walk up just next to Kodar, and again you see this huge skeleton figure starting to break through the ice, two Duragar attacking at either side, 
you've got Nerenef standing a couple of feet into the room and holding an, uh, a bow which has just loosed an arrow. And you can see that um, Erica is behind you, ready to loose. Um, I'll call out to the Duragar in Dwarvish and say, um, help us to contain this thing and we can all go our separate ways. Uh, make a persuasion check with advantage. With all the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not ideal. Oh, wait, no. What? Persuasion. I actually have hey. pluses. Um, yeah. That's an 11. 11. Yeah. Excellent. Um, they turn and they nod, panicked, and like you can see the fear in their eyes as they bring their war picks up again and start to swing down to try get another attack in. Um, is I there... want to get out my shield. Okay, you <laughs> see this. Uh, pull through your pack, grab your shield out, place it on your arm. Shield and hammer, let's go. Shield and hammer, excellent. Uh, and you get yourself ready for anything that might come towards you. That brings mm -hmm. us to, and I promise you, because it has an automatic one in initiative, uh, the Frost Giant uh, uses its first round trying to break out the ice. So there was still a chance it could have gone before me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, the ice starts to shake and the room itself feels like it's shaking as the entire like layer of ice that is <clears throat> lying against the stone in this room that seems to be quite a natural alcove uh, it, apart from the stairwells that go up and down from it um you see the ice and the the, the icicles in the ceiling start to shake and shudder a couple of them start dropping onto the ground um i'm going to say that um the duragar in the area that would drop they both pass the deck save though so they don't have any damage uh, he however is failing so we'll be taking Ooh, 12 points of damage from the icicles. Um, excellent. Uh, so it, as you watch this now, all of you now seeing what's in the full, the full scope of the room, it starts to shake and shudder, and you can see parts of armor starting to uh, bear through the ice as it almost seems to get... It's a bit like that tired sit-up as it gets a few inches <laughs> off the ground, and then the ice seems to hold it in place, and it drops back down. And it starts to kind of build up some momentum, trying to get up again. Uh, that will bring us back to the top of the round with Erica. Does it count as it being incapacitated because it's in ice? Uh, it technically is incapacitated by its uh, by the grapple that it's in with the ice. Okay, cool. So I would get a sneak attack if I attacked it. Um, I believe that because it's got an enemy within five feet, yes, it would. Uh, yes. You would have sneak attack. Okay, cool. Um, I would like to... I stand there. The microphone just went really weird. Um, stand there and I say, Oh, screw this. I'm not waiting for something to attack me. And I fire an arrow at the head of the frost giant. Excellent. Liz. Uh, as so... with the last time, you don't have to roll yep. it because it's pinned down in ice. You just get an altar yep. with the base... All of you have proficiency with the the arrows and so with the bow and arrow and the crossbow, so it's 
it's like asking you to write your name. You know how to hit something that's sat in place. Um, okay. So just roll straight damage. Uh, so damage. Where's my d6 gone? There it is. Um, so I've got six piercing damage. Six piercing damage. And then an extra two piercing damage for my sneak attack. Two piercing from sneak attack. Lovely. So again, you lose your arrow, it hits into the skull, it rocks back with the inertia of the arrow hitting it, and then it looms forwards okay. again. And you now hear, even though it hasn't got any vocal cords or anything like that, you hear this weird kind of like... <laughs> coming from inside the ice. Um, I don't do like you, the sound of that. <laughs> do you move or do you stay in place? I'm going to stay in place and... Yeah, I'm going to stay in place. Okay, lovely. That brings us to Nerineth. I'm going to shoot it again. Excellent. Roll damage. Eight, nine, ten. Eleven piercing damage. Eleven piercing damage. Lovely. Lovely. Do you want to move or do you stay in place? No, I'm staying where I am. Excellent. That brings us to the Duragar, which are going to get damage as well. Uh, four and three, <coughs> so seven, nine, eleven. That brings us to Kodar, who uh, again is just watching, quite fascinated, the entire time. Uh, that brings us to Garland. Come on, Garland. I mean. Okay, I'm going to move up so that I'm within 20 feet range of it. Okay, you only have to move about... Uh, yeah, you just bring up beside... Um, you come up in line with Nerineth to get with 20, within 20 feet of it. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll and... just wave from the back. <laughs> I'm going to throw my hammer at it. Excellent. Um, with that, it's still held in place, so it automatically hits. Roll for damage. Okay. Just double checking. Yep. Um. So that is six bludgeoning damage. Six bludgeoning. You notice that the bludgeoning of the hammer actually breaks part of the skull away as it slams into the side of it. It seems to be quite brittle, and although the piercing and the slashing of uh, of the pickaxes are slamming into them and doing damage, the blunt force of your hammer seems to do quite a bit more damage than uh, the other things have been. Um, oh, I'm, I'm glad that it's on the floor now in front of the thing. Yay! <laughs> um, would you like to stay in place? or? <laughs> How much movement have I still got left then? Uh, so? so you would have moved five foot to get within line with Nerenef, so you've got another 20 feet. So you could walk right in front of it to get your your hammer. Would I have any movement to try and get back a tiny bit, or no? Um, you'd probably have five foot of movement. Yeah, you'd be five foot. You'd fifteen feet to get right in front of it where your hammer is, and then it'd be five foot back. I want to retrieve my hammer. Okay. Um, you run over and grab your hammer. Step back. Because it's frozen in place, it can't hit you. <laughs> <laughs> However, that brings us to this its turn. It's very stressful. Brings oh. it to its, its, it's turn. It's going to break out. It breaks yep. out. Oh. Oh. 
can I have a dexterity saving throw from uh, Garland, please? Because you are now in the radius <laughs> no, of its no, area. No, 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 no. <laughs> Gar- hey guys, remember what Bayer. stats I'm good at? <laughs> Pass. Um, I got a 13. 13? Hey! Excellent. Um, please, please be good. You take... That's uh, the best that I've rolled. You take, <laughs> you take eight points of uh, piercing damage as icicles start to fall down and you try to dodge out the way, but one of them slams into the side of you and pierces through your armour. Um, the other Duragar take that as well. There we go. Um, however, it is free. It has used its action to get out. Oh, Steve again. I'm still standing. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. Uh, so yeah, eight, eight points of damage towards... We uh, lost you. We lost you. That's fine. Uh, eight points of damage to all the dwarves. Uh, it stands up, uh, but it uses its action to get out, so it can't actually do anything much more now, as it lumbers up and pulls a piece of ice up with it, making its own random sort of ice club out of the, the ice around it and just roars at the entire room. Uh, however, that brings us back to the top of the round with Erica. Right. Oh god, it's out. <laughs> I wish it had stayed contained, because I was going to go and attempt to stab it at close range, but not, not anymore. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to try and shoot another arrow at it. Okay, this time you do have to roll because it's up and I moving. Do have to roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't get sneak attack this time, do I? Uh, it's still well, got people no, around it. within five feet, so yes, I do. There's a... Hold on. 23 hit. It does indeed. Cool. Okay, so... Um, I get a nine piercing damage originally, and then another one piercing damage for the sneak attack. Excellent. So again, seeing all this happen and the havoc of it actually getting up, you pull one arrow and loose it again. It slams into the side as a rib just comes cracking off with the, the, the heat and the energy of the the arrow slamming into it. Um, do you move or are you staying where you are? Stay where I am, please. Lovely. That brings us to Nirineth. I'm a shoot it. Shoot it. Rover attack. <laughs> what is with me rolling 21? Sorry, was good. that? 21. <clears throat> 21, yep, yeah, that hits. Uh, 5 plus 3 is 8 plus 3 is 11, 11. piercing damage. Lovely. So again, you've... For, following suit you bring your, your you're aiming in places where you can try doing much damage not really knowing where a skeleton can take damage but every hit it seems to take parts <laughs> are now falling off and as you shoot it another rib comes loose um are you staying in place or moving mm, i'm gonna s- s- regret this sentence in a minute but i'm staying where i am okie dokie <laughs> that brings us to the Duragar, who are both gonna hit and so that is. Where's that dice gone, please? There we go. Five, seven, so that's uh, 12, plus the four, 16. Excellent. Okay. Um, that brings us to. As he is still watching, uh, Kodar just shouts from the back um, I think it's going to do something. Might want to watch out down in the front, little ones. 
Um, Garland. Um, this floor I see. Uh, it is indeed. Cool. I want to slide underneath its legs. Excellent. <laughs> just, you just guess. for just for the the sake of it, give me an acrobatics check. <laughs> um. Okay. So that is. Uh, twelve. Twelve. Yeah. It's it's not a completely graceful uh like getting to the point where you are, but you you get a, a little bit of a momentum up and then you jump and land on your side as you skid across the ice underneath its legs and it's quite tall, being about fifteen sixteen foot tall as it stands. Uh, so you manage to uh, you manage to miss the major parts of its body as you skid through underneath it. Um, what would can you like I to now do? hit one of those major parts of its body? You can indeed roll for attack. Yay! Um, nah, probably not. That is, uh, yeah, ten's not gonna do it. No, unfortunately not. You jump, and as you skid, you bring your hammer up, and you try to cleave its leg as you go past, but as you swing, you just go a little bit awkward, because you're also causing your own momentum as you slide to uh, to be thrown off a bit, and you go wide and don't hit him. Um, but you end up in a, a clump behind him against the wall. <laughs> um, Still well, look cool. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Uh, Yota, that'll bring us to the Frost Giant, who is going to roar and bring his uh, great, uh, his, his, it says great club, but I've made an ice club. Uh, it's going to bring it up and it's going to hit the two Durga, because it's what brought oh. it out and it's pissed off. Oh, no. No. That's going to hit. Um, that one's going to hit. Um, where's my d12? There it is. Oh. <sighs> Oof. So this is a warning why I was like, uh -huh. no, I'm not happy with this. So for the first Dorogar, that is uh, 26 plus the... Uh, so 32 points of uh, bludgeoning damage to the first Dorogar. And the second... Thirty, thirty-eight points of bludgeoning to the other Dorogar, as both of them are completely crushed and squished. Um, <laughs> this is why I didn't want this room, <laughs> but I've added oh. some fun. Um, as the two Dorogar are completely squished underneath the ice, uh, the ice club, uh, it looks like it's ricketing, uh, like the, the body is starting to crumble and decay and is struggling, but the amount of damage it has done, it's crushed the two Duragar either side of it. Um, that will bring us back to the top of the round. Erica Jones. Um, I would like to... <sighs> I'm either going to do something really stupid here or it's going to go really well. But my eventual plan, I'll tell you, because then the rest of this will make sense, is to try and set fire to it. Okay. I don't, I don't know if it's a great idea. So, for this turn, I was going to try and throw a flask of oil at it, and then on my next turn, set fire to it using my tinderbox. However, I'm not entirely sure if that's completely crazy or not. Um, 
you would have to get your things out of your bag, so you're going to be using quite a lot of actions just to get those it's things out. It's going to be out. three turns just to get it ready, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. So I'm just saying, if you want to do it, by all means do, but uh, yeah. if you want to if you want to survive those three rounds, I would suggest... Yeah, I, I know. Um, this turn, for this turn, I'm going to fire another arrow. Okay, roll for attack. Um, and then go back to my plan. Uh, does a 12 hit? It just misses. As, okay. you, as you fire, it goes through one of the ribs, uh, rib through the rib cage and slams into the ice behind it. Doesn't seem to find its mark. Um, that will bring us to Nerenef. I'm gonna shooty shoot. Shooty shoot. Shooty shoot. Go for it. <laughs> uh, 18, 19, 20, 20, 24, 25. 25 doesn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I like being a ranger. This is fun. <laughs> Wait, do you take the sharpshooter feet? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> nine. Twelve damage. Twelve How do you want to do this? Poor. <laughs> <laughs> Its head is still attached, right? It is indeed. It's crumpling and has a large hammer shape in the middle of it, which is missing. But most of it's there. Um, I I would like to aim right through its eye socket. Excellent. As you uh, as you take aim and you <laughs> Robin Hood it straight through the eye hole, and then you hear just the, the the break of the cranium and then hit of ice against metal behind it, and the entire thing crumples down to the ground just in front of uh, poor Garland. <laughs> that is the end of the round. Oh, well done! A cheer! Hey! Huzzah! Uh, <laughs> and at this point, there is indeed clapping from Kodar, who's just like, "Yes, yes, very good. You have you have shown initiative, little ones. I didn't even need to do anything this time. You get to keep this skull." And he gestures towards the body. Thanks. <laughs> do we, do we want to keep the skull, guys? Um, I, I think we should um, gift it yes. to our, our lovely, yes, wonderful new friend. Yes, he can keep my trophy. Yes, uh, it was a yeah. team effort. Exactly. Unless uh, Garland wants it. <laughs> as I go to pick up, <laughs> try and pick up its skull, can I retrieve my bolts or the ones I can? Yep, you you get half as always. You get half yes. of them back. Perfect. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> if I shot, if I shot three, do I just get back one? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Garland's just you know trying to stand up. Tripping over bones and, <laughs> and ice. <laughs> Maybe you should drink more to stay on your feet. That's um, it's not 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 a bad idea. Mm. I nearly died. I did you need a celebratory drink? To life. To life. It's <laughs> like. Just... <laughs> just beer coming back up as he didn't even think to actually cheers. <laughs> I did wonder what that noise was. I'm not gonna... 
just just drowning himself. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I I I have eleven hit points left at the minute, guys. Oh done. Um, and you took eight damage. What did you start with? Oh no, I I I've taken damage in this encounter, and I took damage from the harpy as well. Dude, you have more hit points than me. That's insane. Uh, my my hit point max is twenty four. What? What? Mine's twelve. Mine's sixteen. <laughs> Not gonna say what? anything as a barbarian. Not saying anything. <clears throat> Well, no, barbarians <laughs> meant to. It's fine. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you got well, twenty-four. What? Yeah, yeah. I, a I, strong um, little dwarf. Yeah. Um. Well, dwarves get bonuses when they level up, and I rolled uh, the max possible when I leveled up as well. Oh. Well done. I rolled a two. <laughs> <laughs> I was thrilled. <laughs> Yeah, I rolled a two. Yeah. But I also don't have any of my new abilities at the minute because I can't do any of them until we have a long rest. Not Amazing. that I'm insinuating that we need a long rest so that I can heal. Yeah, I need a new and day. And get so my I... stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> can, I, can I look around the, the cave now? You can indeed make an investigation check. Perfecto. Can I loot anything that's... Obviously. That I find. <laughs> you can also make an investigation check. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Um, I don't know what my scores are. Hold on. Yeah, what's investigation? Can I lose anything? <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Um, looking around, there's not a lot in here. There's the uh, there's the mining equipment that the two Duragar had. There are not a lot on them, other than that mining equipment, but um, between the two of you, you both find on each of them uh, a map that shows uh, the Turn Towns area uh, that you have seen, and there is a there is an X on a, a small location to the south uh, around the spine of the world. It's a, a, from what you can see, it would be about, uh, well, in fact, if I just share this screen with you all, you'll be able to see, but for our non-visual listeners, um, it is about um, three or four days ride south of Dugan's Hole um, would be the best uh, way to describe it. If you are looking at any maps of the area, um, let me just look. I believe that is right uh, from uh, distance and such that they have given in terms of travel distances in this version of uh, the, the world because they mm -hmm. change from time to time. Um, let me share with you all this screen so you can see. Screen share. Yes. There we go. Go live. Watch stream. So Watch you have... shared with us. So this is 10 towns, as you have seen. This mm -hmm. little axe beak over here is your current location. Um, and... If I draw an X over the place that it is suggested to be, it is about, oh not an X, I'll put a square, there you go, it's about okay. there. And with, with the distances that you've been informed of uh, thus far with your travel into Ten Towns, you get the idea of be about 
if if the weather allows it, about three or four days travel south of. Yeah. Cool. Actually, travel and travel from good from to do it's four hours from Goodmead to Dugan's Hole, and at this spacing, I would argue, one, two. It'd be no, it'd be twelve hours, so half a day's travel. Excuse me. It's about a oh, right. okay. day, isn't it? <laughs> it'd be because of the mountain travelling. You'd add on a, a couple of hours, yeah. So I'd say a day's travel south of Dugan's Hole. Days. Oh well, we're keeping that for future use. Yep. Did you say that there wasn't anything else? No, other than the other, other than the mining other equipment. Other than the mining. Yeah. They both have this map on them uh, that shows that marking in the area of the spine of the world. Um, without knowing what was said... Actually, no, you do know what was said because uh, Garland shared it with you. Um, mm-hmm. You would probably guess uh, from what you've been told that this is where Sunblight is or the location they've been trying to bring back product. You're not sure what product is, but that's where they've been trying to take it to. Um. With their mining, is there, is there a bag with whatever it was that they were trying to mine, or were they literally just chipping at the ice to find what it Ooh, was they were trying actually, to mine? Actually, thank you very much. I, I completely thought you do look around, and between the two of you as well, because of your, your roles that you made, I'd say that you, you both find it at the same time. Um, there is a small satchel that has been covered over by ice and that lot from the fight and what's happened in here. And what you find in here is... It's, it looks like ice from the first part, and there's only like a. It looks almost like a handful, uh, if, if it was like small marble size, of these little ice crystals. But rather than the whitish blue look of normal ice, there is a tinge of like a purplish black that runs through it. Okay. Nerimeth. Mm hmm. You immediately get bad juju vibes from the <laughs> ice. Bad vibes. It's not amethyst, guys. Oh. <laughs> you you you, you know can't you can't work out where it's coming from, but again, it's almost like that thing that you keep having where you're pulling information from nowhere. You're getting ba- a bad sense of like this, this, no, not good stuff. Um, I'll relay that and, and basically I'll be like, guys, don't touch this stuff. I don't know what it is, but I'm not liking it. And I think it's bad news. And then she'll like kick the satchel <laughs> away. <laughs> you kicking it away or is it worth taking it with us if we can put the satchel into another bag there's not a lot of it in there it's like i said it's that handful that you've pulled out and it sits in in the palm of your hand like a couple of marbles of it there's not a lot else in there okay but also even in your hand it's not melting that's weird i don't like cool cool super awesome wow 
will say that frost giant went down a lot easier than I thought it was going to. Even though there was nearly certain death. <clears throat> I thought there was going to be actual certain death. It was, obviously, not about the other two. Should we should we carry on? <laughs> yeah, let's let's uh, carry on and get out of this bit. And as you head out into the uh, I'm imagining you're going down the other stairwell and not the one you've come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make As you head out down the new stairwell, we shall end our episode here. Cool. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Thank you. That was that that yeah. That that was the, the room. Um for your information, and this is possibly gonna go over some people's heads over the more than others, uh, which is not a insult. That's a CR six creature. <laughs> it does three D twelve Why? It does three <laughs> At level two. <laughs> yeah. At level two. <laughs> I, I promise you. I've I added the oh. Duragar in there because of um because of uh, to help give us some, some uh. yeah it, so it's gonna they're gonna do damage and also it's it is meant to be frozen for two rounds as well anyway so I I kept that in there but and I am very aware that technically what you're meant to do is you're meant to go off and find the pixies come back get this mission or vice versa but at the same time. It also yeah. says the moment you enter East Haven, you get this mission and you start the game at level one. So obviously that's fine to throw a CR level six. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> Ridiculous. That's awful, awful numbers. However, uh, because of the time, I feel like it's probably a good time to stop our recording session as well here. Um, yes. So with the heightened danger comes heightened reward. Woo! <laughs> Everyone gets 1,266 XP. 1,266. Which makes you all level 3. No. 1,266 XP. Level 3. I can do shit now. I put like a little list of what I get with each level. (gasps) I get a roguish archetype. Yes. (laughs) But I'm excited. I'm also, so my glad that this is all. Yeah. I'm honestly so glad this is all caught on the recording. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still so need bad. a long rest before I can do anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> can we go to bed so that the next session is a new day? <laughs> then we all get our long rests and our new days. I tell you what. In that little cave. Yeah. Um, Before you I, go I down the stairwell, should use that area and you know the skull of of the thing as a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can use that area to have a long rest. So next session, when you oh pick God, up, oh God, it's going easy on us. Oh, I know. No. Yeah. Oh no. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm not going easy on you. I'm just going. It'll be oh. more fun if you have the long rest. <laughs> Okay. Okay. If, Thanks, Steve. If you get fun <laughs> things, then 
basically, I'm, I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, I'm not spoiling anything, but I was going to be like, okay, they've they've been a bit hammered. People are low on hit points, so I'm going to strategize the, the next room and all that so it goes a little different. But if you're at full hit points, I'm going to go for fucking blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but yes. Um, hey. That is that is the session. That is that is the uh, that is the round. That is everything that we're expecting. Uh, let's find out what that map is leading to. Who these random Duragar are, and what is in the next room of the Cauldron Caves in the next episode of Sixteen yeah. Candlekeeps. Hold yeah. on, say bye, say bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Sixteen Candlekeeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Erica Jones, Jade Leanne Pierce as Neronith Halladar, and Liam Thornton as Garland Goodbeer. Your DM was Steve Archer. Theme music by Steve Archer. Background music was performed by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Other background music was performed by Bombarded Podcast and can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. Artworks thus far has been created by Bingle Bang Bang. Thank you for listening, and we shall see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>